used to add. So Meg and I used to be enemies. Or Welcome everyone to another episode of All Abroad Podcast, where you have a group of Filipina friends who decided to get together and record a podcast for you guys so we can talk about our culture, our upbringing, our childhood, our ups and downs, because we just think that so many more people can relate to the things that we go through and so many of our Filipino friends and families out there would enjoy listening to the stories that we tell. So for this episode, which is going to be important as this is the month that we release and launch our podcast to the public. So it's kind of nerve wracking just a little bit, but we're also very, very excited. Um, and we're hoping that we will be received by you well and that you guys will continue to connect with us and communicate with us so that we can continue doing this and get some more topics to talk about. So for this specific episode, we are going to talk about Filipino American History Month. Not to its technicalities, but just what it means to us. So Filipino American, or most of us call it Phil M, you know, short for Filipino American. So Phil M History Month, I actually had to learn about it recently because although I celebrate it and I'm a part of different organizations that celebrate it, the story of like how it started, like never really stuck with me until every October where I get to hear the story, right? So in this episode, since we are launching in the month of October, um, we are very proud to be Filipinas, first of all. And I do want to share with you guys, and I'm sharing with Meg, Pao, and Joy, and Kat as well, because I don't know if they know this, but I'm going to read just a little bit on Wikipedia. Uh, Filipino American History Month is celebrated in the United States during the month of October. In 1991, Filipino American National Historical Society Board of Trustees proposed the first annual Filipino American History Month to commence in October 1992. October was chosen to celebrate uh, the month to commemorate the arrival of the first Filipinos who landed in what is now Morro Bay, California on October 18, 1587. October is also the birth month of Filipino American labor leader Larry Itliong. In California and Hawaii, where many Filipino Americans reside, Filipino American History Month is widely celebrated. Many Filipino American organizations in these states often initiate their own independent celebrations. 2006 was a pivotal year as it marked the centennial celebration of Filipino migration to United States. That means in 2006, it's been 100 years since Filipinos are in American land. Crazy. While some use the term Filipino American Heritage Month interchangeably with Filipino American History Month, cities that have organizations that celebrate Filipino American History Month properly focus on history instead of heritage. Whereas history includes the events, experiences, and lives of people, their impact on society, and heritage is solely about culture, traditions, and handed down from the past. So I don't know if you guys knew all of that, 
I've heard it, but I always often forget it. But yeah, Filipino American History Month, the month of October was chosen because it was the, the month that the first group of Filipinos landed here in California. Did you guys know that? Yeah, no, I, I have not. Thank you for the knowledge firsthand. Yes. So there's an interchange of, of words of heritage and history, but we might focus more, more on heritage for this podcast. But in the spirit of history, though, let's talk a little bit about why. And this is going to be a, a little test of what you remember from our history. But why is it that we have so much Spanish influence in our language, in our culture, in our tradition? Meg, do you want to tell them since you lived in Madrid? <laughs> we were colonized by the Spanish for 300 plus years. I don't, I don't remember what was specifically, but 300, like 300 years as compared for the Americans that, I don't know, 100 and Japanese less than 100. Yeah. So we were colonized by the Spaniards for much longer than Americans and Japanese would. And in our history lessons when we were younger, we learned about all the horrendous things that the Spaniard soldiers or the Japanese soldiers, and I think American soldiers were a little bit rough too, were they? Or was it just the Spanish and the Japanese soldiers? Do you guys remember? From what I remember my, from my grandparents, it was just the Japanese most mostly, and then the Americans saved them. Yeah. Yeah. So these are, you know, some of the things that we remember from our history lessons. But the thing is that with the Spaniards having colonized us for so long, it's a part of our blood. They are now a part of our blood, a part of our language, a part of our cultures. And as, are there any Spanish influence that you guys like, you know, or loved or whatever? Like, can you guys talk about anything that these uh, colonizers have bestowed upon us that, that you actually appreciate? Um, for me, I appreciate the, personally, the Spaniards' um, influence on our religion, the sense of family, and uh, the, the community feel. Um, for the Americans, I appreciate their educational input on us. So our uh, Filipinos got most of our educational system from the American system. So I'm grateful for the Americans for the education. I'm grateful for the Spaniards for religious uh, influence on us and the sense of family. Anyone else want to share, Meg? For me, it would be the sense of family from the Spaniards and the culture, I guess, like the fiestas and all that. Yeah, those so the sense of family and closeness. So I do have a curious question for Meg. You lived in Mo uh, Madrid for quite some time. Was their family culture just as close as you expected it to be? Or was is it a little bit more different and liberal these days? They are very much family oriented. Like I remember some are still like every Sunday, the families get together, have lunch or dinner. They're very close. And aside from family and like social, you know, there's like a, even with friends, like they're very close with their friends and their families, like more social, unlike the American um, culture, which is more like, they are more independent-wise. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. 
yeah so i i definitely see where you're going with that and i think even us as friends you know we love to get together for thanksgiving or friendsgiving which you guys you know we're gonna do a special episode on friendsgiving so watch out for that um you know for the holidays we make sure that we get together we invite other friends that are in town um and so for filipino american history month i do want to ask each of you guys what makes you proud as a filipino deep question <laughs> your answer is ready what makes you proud to be filipino what makes you if you're in a room full of people what makes you proud and say i'm filipino or you know any any situations what makes you just proud to say you are filipino for me i'm proud because filipinos are very hard workers they are honest um they value work integrity hard work is a very much um, what has been taught to us. So, you know, a lot of Filipinos, their professions are more of like physical work, like the nurses, you know, the caregivers or people who work in the boats or, or, the, or like engineers. But it doesn't matter what we do or where we end up. Filipinos excel because we are hard workers and um, we have a faith in God that, and that's why we have a very pretty good disposition in life. Um, no matter what happens, whether we're stressed with anything, we all come back as, you know, it's okay. Things happen for a reason. Um, God is with us. We have that faith. We have that mentality of like closeness as a family that we, we can turn to for like anything. Um, so that's what I'm proud of to be Filipinos that we're, and we're very flexible too. We can, they can throw us anywhere and we will survive and not only survive, but excel. Amen, sister. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> what about you, pal? What makes you proud as a Filipina? I agree with Joy. Like I see Filipinos and proud of us because we're really hard workers because we, we grew up in a third world country and, you know, not everybody's privileged to have the opportunity with a lot of aspects in life. So I think Filipinos, they never give up, like even though it, like in jobs or anything, they work hard for it uh, because of what they've been through from their past back in the Philippines. Money is not easy. So they work really hard to, to get what they want to achieve. So yeah, I agree with Joy. Hard work, I think. Hard workers. Filipinos are hard workers. I mean, not everybody's the same, but... As far as knowing a lot of Filipinos here in America, like being with coworkers that are Filipinos, I'm proud to say that we really work hard for, for everything and what we do. What about you, Meg? The resilience and the resourcefulness. Resourcefulness, because even though from a third world country, they would make do with what they have and they invent and do things that way. It's like very inventive. Like they can make use of any resources that they have to like provide for their families and all that. And then the resilience, even though that some are all hard up and poor and all that, they still have a smile on their face. Even like calamities, storms, and all, they still have a smile on their face. That's true. That's true. Even here in America, I don't know that I see many homeless people. 
begging for money on the street. I feel like... Have you seen a homeless person that's, that's Filipino? I don't think so. That's what I said. I, I don't think I've seen any homeless Filipinos at all. Not, at least not in the last 10 years, wherever I've lived, I had not seen them. Um, so I agree with everything that you guys said. Definitely proud to be a Filipino because we're hard workers, we're resourceful, and we can make something out of nothing easily. So in addition to that, because I agree with all of you, I think what makes me proud to be a Filipino too is I think we're all very talented. You know, even though you guys have not sang or danced in a long time, you have though in the past, right? I bet you if we were in a same room and we all had to act, I bet you we can all act, yeah? <laughs> yes, yes, right? One day we're gonna have to do that. One day we're gonna have to do a scene and just act on the fly and then just see you know, what we can do with it. So I think like I'm very proud uh, as a Filipino because there's so many talented Filipinos out there and we are so underrepresented. And so every time someone goes blows up like let's say Manny Pacquiao or someone who's half Filipino we claim them right away like oh yeah that that that's a Filipino right there you know um I can't think of it. I think Nicole Sersh, I, I can't say her last name, the Pussycat Scherzinger. Dolls. Scherzinger. Scherzinger. Yeah, I think she's like part Filipino. So anyone who's part Filipino, we always are so proud to claim them because, you know, we're happy to see our people blow up in some kind of way, right? So that part That's of- That's why we need Filipino visibility. Yes, yes. And this is part of why we're doing this too, you guys, um, that are listening to us is because I feel like you're starting to hear more Filipinos in movies. I'm, I'm starting to see, you know, Filipino characters in movies and shows. I'm starting to hear more Filipinos, you know, like I watch Grace Anatomy. I watch all these hospital shows. I'm like, let's be real. They need more Filipino nurses in the background. Um, I'm just being real, right? Um, so in the real world, it's all almost Filipinos out there for nurses. Right. And then, um, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. So, but I'm proud because I'm starting to hear that. Sometimes I watch a show and they're saying something like in the Filipino town, I'm like, Oh, they said Filipino. It makes me proud right away because we're starting to get that type of visibility little by little. And that's what we hope for, for this podcast is that more people can get to know us, not just personally, but get to know our culture, get to know Bacolod city, get to know, you know, how we lived and how, how we migrated out here. And so far we've shared a lot of our stories about our childhood and how we grew up, but eventually we're going to also start sharing about our hardships as we move to America, you know, relationships, love, heartbreaks, Um, You name it, we have a story for it. I'm so sure of that. And so as we close this out, you guys, because it's this one is a special episode. Yes. One one thing. I have one dream for this podcast. Okay. For us to be in the Philippines and Makolod and shoot one or two or three or four podcasts there to all together. For sure. One day we can make that happen. So, you know, anyone listening here, you want to sponsor us? We are so happy to welcome you. But one day, you know, especially post-COVID, we we will travel together. And hopefully that will be in Bacolod where we can shoot, you know, one episode in Bacolod, maybe in the plaza. I don't know, somewhere. Um, and so uh, before we leave you guys, I do want to ask all of you do a little round robin. 
what part of your growing up or your Filipino tradition are you going to share or instill with your offspring? Pao? <laughs> Mommy's first. Mommy's first. Um, I think the values and also the culture, the traditions, I will always tell them and share it to them so that someday when they grow up, they will never forget half of their well-being is Filipino. And of course, like, I always want to take them back home to be with family. Tell the audience what their other half is. Half Vietnamese, half Filipino. Yeah, that's a lot of culture right there. Plus you have the American... I know. You know, uh, whatever the American culture is, which is a melting pot anyway. Mm-hmm. So what about you, Joy? What are you going to instill in faith? I want to instill in faith the value of family, that Filipinos love get-togethers, and we are loud, and we love food, and that if she wants to have a get-together, better prepare a lot of food for people to take home. Be generous, um, you know, that... Um, we love to party and get together and that that closeness that I want her to like remember that when she's older that you know like every little get together is that she looks forward to because you know my aunties are loud my titas are always sharing stories and she would learn from every people that comes to the parties about different stories and she can you know that's her to learn a lot my wish for her too, because she's still young. I, Pao's kids are a little bit more older now, but my wish for Faith is to know how to speak Ilongo. Oh my God. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It is so hard. I want her to understand and speak. But Joy, you can do it in a younger age. It's I know. I, and right now is a perfect time to start. But sometimes yeah. it's so hard, it's, it, it just comes out, you know, because you speak yeah. English, but... Trust me, when I'm like mad or tell her not to do stuff or I'm like my patience is like already up here, I'm losing it, <laughs> then my Filipino accent and my Filipino dialect comes out. And then she just stops and stares at me. <laughs> but that's a good start. That she knows that a different lingo, it's time to behave. I don't know if it's a good thing that she's going to correlate Elongo to being mad. <laughs> well... Uh, it's a well, start. Then when she's older, I can transition her and tell her nice things. You know, because you know, with kids, they can always learn English. And yeah, I'm gonna start now. Like, but speak, yeah, um, okay. speak Ilongo. For me, it's hard for me because um, my husband's Vietnamese, so it's hard in one household. You speak Ilongo, but the father doesn't understand Ilongo, so it's yeah. harder in my side. Yeah. So do it, Joy. They, David won't understand it either. You can talk about David and not know, and he won't know it. <laughs> what about you, Meg? One day, maybe to your nieces and nephews, or to your godchildren. Or- my godchildren. My aside from my godchildren and my two Spanish little boys. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, yeah, the the family. Family and they need to learn how to play karaoke. <laughs> is, is it? Do oh, we yeah. play though? We don't play in karaoke. We mean it. <laughs> I mean, we mean we. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, a lot of a lot of you guys' answer is really about family, which is great. And I think that people should know 
out there that Filipinos really value family. And then once, once you become part of our family, you never leave that family, right? Even friends really become family. That's why we've been friends for over 30 years, right? Oh, I wish we could hug in real life. <laughs> for those listening, we're like doing a virtual hug right now. Um, and so for me, I think that um, I agree with everyone and I definitely want to teach them how to cook Filipino food one yeah. day. My plants can't do it, so it has to be real quick. <laughs> when I have real kids one day, I'm going to teach them will. how to make. Huh? Which you will. Yes, I will. Yeah. At least one. Um, and so I'm going to teach them. They better know how to make rice for sure. If you don't know how to make rice, I'm sorry, you're not Filipino. That's my first uh, teaching her faith, how to make rice. Yeah, you don't need any cups. We know how much water to put in there. Exactly. Yeah, you're <laughs> right, Filipino, you're if you know, you know. <laughs> so, rice is rice. Yes, exactly. Um, I'm wearing my Pinoy Rising shirt today because of our Filipino American History Month topic. And so, I mean, that's really what we just want to communicate with everyone is that coming from the Philippines, even though we don't remember our full history of what happened back in the days or, you know, how many years we were colonized, what's most important to us is the culture and the tradition that we understand, you know, what our values are as Filipinos, what our morals are, and what's important to us as family. And I think at the end of the day, that's what we want to communicate to the people that we meet and the people that we bring into our lives, you know, our, you know, future kids, future husband, future wives or whatnot, wives, <laughs> wife, um, wives. <laughs> <laughs> and so no pun intended, but so thank you guys for listening to our episode today. I hope that wherever you are, you find a way to learn about Filipinos by way of food, by way of entertainment, by some kind of virtual show out there, because I'm sure that everyone's going to take their events virtually, right? For Filipino American History Month, there are always so many festivals that is happening around town. But since we can't have events, I'm sure it's going to turn virtually. So please, please, please follow us on Instagram because any of the virtual festivals we know of, uh, we will share it on Instagram. So see you guys there. And thank you for listening to another episode of the All Abroad Podcast. Yay! Yay. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for watching another episode of All Abroad Podcast. If you're listening to us on one of your favorite podcast platforms, please don't forget to rate us and subscribe. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, please don't forget to hit like and subscribe. And we will see you next time.